0: دع الايام تفعل ما تشاء وطب نفسا اذا حكم القضاء ولا تجزع لحادثه الليالي فما لحوادث الدنيا بقاء وكن رجلا
1: على... السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته
0: Allahu akbar, allahu akbar Allahu akbar, allahu akbar Ash'hadu an la ilaha illallah أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمدا رسول الله أشهد أن محمدا رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على Shalom. حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله
1: Dear Muslims, we are all aware that we are in the final days of this blessed month of Ramadan. And we are aware that when we see the end and finish line, this is when we put in our utmost effort. Every person in a race, every time the deadline is due, that is when Allah Azza wa Jal blesses us with a stronger courage and willpower. And we're racing towards the very end. And we are all aware that we are about to enter. In fact, we've already had one of the odd nights and we have the rest of the odd nights in front of us. Today, insha'Allah Ta'ala is a reminder. And I know we've heard this many times, but always reminding is beneficial to us, especially at opportunities times. Today insha'Allah wanted to remind all of us of the blessings of Laylatul Qadr and in particular through the verses of the Quran that mention Laylatul Qadr. Realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically mentions Laylatul Qadr in two different locations in the Quran and an entire surah has been revealed for Laylatul Qadr. As for the first Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna We have sent this book down in a blessed night and this is the first reference today is al-Qadr and then of course we have the entire surah suratul Qadr Allah revealed an entire chapter of the Quran to remind us of the blessings of this one night there is an entire chapter that is dedicated to making us help us to appreciate this blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us inna anzalnahu fi Laylatul qadr of a certainty we have sent it down and the it of course is a reference to the Quran because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning it with the dameer with the pronoun that we all understand a pronoun of majesty that this is what we have revealed on this very night Laylatul Qadr and this verse Laylatul Qadr this phrase itself is mentioned three times in the Surah Al Qadr Allah does not refer to it as a pronoun on that night no the word Laylatul Laylatul Qadr is repeated to signify inna anzalnahu fi Laylat al qadr. Laylat al qadr al Qadr min al Three times Allah Azza wa specifically mentions the term Laylatul Qadr, even though generally speaking, in the Arabic language, when you have mentioned a proper noun, and then the next sentence is gonna reference it. You mention it as a pronoun that night or the preceding night. But in this case, Allah specifies so that we understand how. How important it is. And Laylatul Qadr, of course, it is of the specialities that has been given to this ummah. There is an opinion that says previous ummas had it, but in fact, it seems that this is a speciality that Allah gifted to the ummah of our Prophet Wasallam. There are a number of reports in our books of tafsir. And even though the chains might be slightly weak, the concept is there and it's mentioned in our classical references that the Prophet ﷺ was shown the ages of mankind. Imam Malik mentions this in his muwattaq. He was shown that the previous nations lived for many many centuries and he realized that his nation would not live for that Time frame. And he begged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, oh Allah, my nation will not be given enough time to do good deeds. When the previous nations lived a thousand years, when the previous ummas lived for many centuries, our nation is not of that time frame. And so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked Allah that, what is, how is this going going to work out that my nation has shorter time frame? And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted him Laylatul Qadr, the night of which one night of which is worth more than an entire lifetime of worship. And so every single night of this Ramadan, every single night of Laylatul Qadr, every single year, we are given the opportunity to earn more than a lifetime of good deeds. Because 83 years is not a lifetime of good deeds. Even if we live for 83 years, if you actually calculate how much of that time frame will be spent in ibadah, it is literally less than 10%, 15% for those that are the most righteous, they will spend barely a few of those years, less than a decade in actual worship. As for the one who worships on Laylatul Qadr, they will be credited with 83 years of constant worship. A thousand months as if, as Ibn Abbas said, as if they are praying continuously for 83 years and fasting every single day as if for those 83 years they have become angels constantly worshipping Allah. And so worshipping Allah for a few nights of Laylatul Qadr, a few hours of Laylatul Qadr because it is only a few hours from after the sunset and of course primarily in the last third of the night is the great time of barakah up until the dawn. If we worship Allah during those few hours, we will be credited with the constant worship of a thousand months and what a blessed night that is. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Laylatul Qadr, the night of Qadr, what exactly does Qadr mean? Our scholars have given multiple interpretations, all of them are equally valid. So the concept of Qadr, what is Laylatul Qadr? First and foremost, the word Qadr in Arabic, the first thing that comes to mind, it is greatness. It is majesty. It is grandeur. It is zu shan, a person of significance. And so Laylatul Qadr is a night of greatness. It is a night that in and of itself, it is the greatest night. A night of shan, a night of izzah. This is the first meaning that comes to mind in the, the term Qadr. And that's why in Surah Al-Dukhan, inna أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةٍ We have sent the Quran down on a night that is Mubarak And Mubarak of course means blessed The second meaning of Qadr is that qadr also means to be tight, to restrict. And so for example, Allah says, "Woman قُدِرَ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقُهُ Whosoever's money is tight, he doesn't have money. So qadr also means to be constricted. And it is called Laylatul Qadr because the angels are so numerous that there is no space in the heavens for them. And so it is called the night of pact, the night of jam-packed, the night of no space because all of the angels come down, and there is no space for them on this earth. So it is called the night of Qadr. The third meaning of Qadr, and of course, the one that most of us understand as Laylatul Qadr is that Qadr here isn't as in the term al Qada al Qadr. Qadr here is as in the term predestination. And of course, this is also a valid meaning because on this night Allah says, fiha yufrahu amrin hakeem. That on this night, every single decision it is undertaken, every wise decision it is announced. And we learn from our tradition and our books of tafsir that on Laylatul Qadr, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala announces to the angels in charge of the creation what is going to happen for the upcoming year. Even the angels, they have rosters and lists. Even the angels, they have assignments and tasks. And just like in any committee and any meeting and any corporation, the the, the, the the assignments are given out. What is due on this day and what must be done by this deadline? And so Laylatul Qadr is the day the angels are given their assignments for the upcoming year. And therefore the angels are told in this year, so and so will be given a child, so and so will die, so and so will get an increase. And so just like when the exam results are announced and we are nervous, we're making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so too on Laylatul Qadr we should be nervous and in dua because we want the best Qadr for the upcoming year. The fourth meaning of Qadr, Laylatul Qadr, all of these are valid, equally valid. The fourth meaning of Laylatul Qadr it goes back to the first one, that when we said Qadr is magnificence. So the first opinion, the night is the night of magnificence. The fourth opinion is the one who worships Allah becomes a person of significance. So the person becomes a person of Qadr. Whoever worships on Laylatul Qadr becomes a person of significance and importance. He rises up in sha'an, in izza, in glory, when he worships Allah on Laylatul Qadr. And so the night is a night of izza, and the one who worships Allah on this night Becomes a person of Izzah. And the fifth interpretation that our scholars of the past give for why it is called Laylatul Qadr is because this is the, the night the greatest book was revealed to the greatest Ummah upon the greatest Prophet. And so it is the blessed night where Allah Azza wa Jalla sent down his Nur, his Shifa, his maw'idah, his tanzil, and he sent it upon the one who is lil alameen, and he sent it to the nation that is Kuntum Khayra ummatil linnas. And so the best revealed to the best for. The best, no doubt, the night that it has occurred is the night of the best, and so this is also why it is called Laylatul Qadr. These are five of the interpretations of why it is called Laylatul Qadr, and all of them equally apply. Even though, of course, the one that most people understand is that it is the night that uh, Qadr is announced, and this is a valid meaning as well. And then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala asks rhetorically, "Wama adaraka ma Laylatul Qadr? What will make you understand what is Laylatul Qadr?" What will make you realize or appreciate what is Laylatul Qadr? This is an Arabic technique. It's a, a term of Balagha that Allah Azza wa Jal is inciting our curiosity that what will make you understand? Nothing will make you understand. It is beyond your comprehension. So whenever the term Wama Adraka occurs in the Quran, it is an, an indication that what question is going to follow, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is drawing attention to it that you will never understand. And as Sufyan al says, Whenever Allah says, Wama adiraka, He will tell you something about it. And whenever Allah says, Wama yudrika, then that is going to be in the hereafter. It is not in this world. So when Allah says, Wama adiraka, He will tell us something. But whatever He tells us, we are being told, our minds will never fully understand. Wama adiraka, what will truly make you understand? You're never going to understand how blessed Laylatul Qadr is. Wama adraka ma Laylatul Qadr. Laylatul Qadr, khayrun min alfi shahar. The one night of Qadr It is better than a thousand months Which is of course 83.3 years as we know And uh, as Qatada said That this one night of Laylatul Qadr it is equal to a thousand months, 83 years of constant worship as if there was no Laylatul Qadr in those 83 years. And so one night is equivalent to this constant amount of worship. And of course, the uh, linkage of Laylatul Qadr with Ramadan is something that our Prophet ﷺ himself did in the famous hadith in Sunan Nisa'i. On the night of Ramadan, the last night of Sha'ban, he stood up and he gave a a lecture, and he said, أَتَاكُمْ shahrum a blessed month has come to you and then he said fi el that in it is one night; it is better than a thousand months. And manharum Whoever has been denied the night, the, the blessings of that one night. Whoever doesn't take advantage of that one night, indeed, that person has been denied all blessings. And our Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam also mentioned this night as one of the three things that forgives all sins in the month of Ramadan. In the famous hadith in Bukhari and Muslim, whoever fasts Ramadan with iman and wanting Allah's reward will have his sins forgiven. Number two, whoever prays every single night a special prayer, the qiyam or the tahajjud will have his sins forgiven. And number three, whoever prays on Laylatul Qadr. And so this one night will also guarantee our sins having been uh, forgiven. And some of our scholars of the past they said that Laylatul Qadr Khairum in Al shahr. they said, if Allah did not tell us in which month Laylatul Qadr was, and we thought it would be any one day of the whole night, this verse would have been enough of an encouragement that we pray to Hajjud every single night so that we get the opportunity that one of those nights is Laylatul Qadr. How much more so when Allah has told us one of the ten, and then we are told especially more on the odd ten. How lazy can we be that we don't take advantage of something that Allah Azza wa Jalla has specified so much. Of course, as for the exact night of Laylatul Qadr, this is something that many treatises have been written, lots of interpretations of our uh, classical ulama. Uh, uh, some of the scholars of the past, al Hassan Al-Basri, actually he said it could be any night of Ramadan. And of course, that is a minority position. Almost all of our scholars, they said that it is one of the last 10 nights based on the authentic hadith. And after this, uh, sahaba and Tabi'un and early scholars differed. Abu Sa'id al an he was of the opinion that Laylatul Qadr is most likely on the 21st night. And he based this on a hadith in which the Prophet ﷺ said that I saw myself in a dream doing sajda on Laylatul Qadr and it was muddy. It was water was, was pouring down and Abu Sa'id said that happened on the night of the uh, 21st. Uh, Abu Hurair radiallahu anh, and also Ibn Umar and also Abdullah ibn Unais. Abdullah ibn Unais would swear that it is on the 23rd night based on the exact same hadith that the Prophet ﷺ said I saw myself prostrating in water and mud and Abdullah ibn Unais said that happened on the 23rd night of Ramadan. The other famous sahabi, Abu Bakr, not Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr, he would say that the greatest candidate is the 25th night. But of course, as we are all aware, that the majority of scholars, they say that out of all of the odd nights, the 27th has the greatest probability or the greatest chance. And this is based on the hadith in Sahih Muslim that our prophet sallallahu wasallam said, that Man kana Qadr. whoever is searching for Laylatul Qadr let him search for it on the night of the 27th there is no other hadith that specifies a night uh, other than this hadith an authentic hadith the others are interpretations of the sahaba the 21, 23, 29 we have a number of sahaba that are reading in the signs and they think it is that night as for from the words of our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam the only hadith that mentions a night is this hadith in Sahih Muslim that says the night of the 27th. And because of this, our popular culture of course has taken it and it is a point of validity that out of all of the candidates, the night of the 27th is indeed the most auspicious and the most uh, likely. Of course, uh, later scholars have tried to derive other mystical interpretations. Uh, For example, the word Laylatul Qadr consists of nine letters and it appears three times in Surah Al-Qadr. So nine times three is 27. Or that the 27th word in Surah Al-Qadr is Salam. So inna and zanahu, if you count the 27th is Salam. And all of these are interpretations that are not of the methodology that are sound. This is not we should not rely on those uh, interpretations. The hadith in Sahih Muslim is enough for us that indeed out of all of the nights the 27th night has the greatest probability. Nonetheless we have to be very explicit here that we do not know for certain when Laylatul Qadr is and this is of the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ta'ala has given us. Also, some of the tabi'un and the early scholars, Imam Malik was of this position, and also Abu Qilaba, the famous uh, tabi'i, that he was of this position as well. That Laylatul Qadr changes from year to year. And that is an opinion, and Allah Azza wa uh, knows best. And we know for a fact that Allah Azza wa Jal intentionally obscured Laylatul Qadr. Ubadah ibn Samit reported that once we were. Having raising our voices, an argument took place in the masjid, and our voices started raising up. And then the Prophet ﷺ came and he uh, uh, came upon us while we were arguing, and then he said, I had come to tell you about Laylatul Qadr but because of this argument this knowledge has been lifted up from me and wa Khair, this is in the hadith and perhaps it is better that you don't know when Laylatul Qadr is therefore seek it on the 9th and the 7th and the 5th of the last 10 nights of Ramadan. So the 29th, the 27th, 25th, this is mentioned in the hadith in Bukhari. So the Prophet Sallallahu once again, out of all of the odd nights, the latter of the odd nights has more probability. And then the hadith in Sahih Muslim, as we said, the 27th has the greatest probability. However, from this hadith we learn that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala intentionally lifted up from us the knowledge of Laylatul Qadr. And we thank Allah for that because imagine if we knew what night it was on, and on that night, a'udhu billah, we committed sins knowing it is that night. Or on that night, some people were lazy, a'udhu billah. At least ignorance is an excuse, perhaps Allah will forgive. But imagine somebody knew that it is Laylatul Qadr, and they did not worship Allah. What a sad state of affairs. Imagine as well, if we knew Laylatul Qadr, how many of us would actually worship on the other nights as well. And so indeed, in this Obscurity there is a test for those that want to pass the test and subhanallah How much easier can we get out of all of the nights of the year? It is one month out of this one month the last ten out of this last ten Especially the odd out of the odd especially the latter part 25 27 29 How lazy can a person be and that's why our Prophet sallallahu alaihi said Whoever is deprived of Laylatul Qadr has been deprived of all good because on honestly subhanallah how sad is it dear brothers and sisters we know for a fact that if a person said you will get a million dollars if you did something every night for five nights five hours you would get a million dollars everyone amongst us we would be doing that five hours routine for five nights for that million dollars subhanallah 83 years of constant worship that is a double triple quadruple lifetime of actual deeds meaning if you were to calculate it out and we are being lazy on this This is the time to tighten our belt. This is the time to uh, put up our sleeves and to really exert our utmost effort on this last night. And Allah Azza wa Jal encourages us that all of the angels come down, including the angel Jibreel. At Allah's commands, they come down. And implementing Allah's commands here means Allah's Qadr is coming down. All of the rosters and the assignments are coming down. Min kulli Amr of all affairs were being told to us. Who will live? Who will die? Who will be inflicted with cancer? Who is gonna happen? This what's gonna happen? All of it is coming down. kulli Amr, Mala'ika. So all of this is happening, and especially out of all of the angels, who is coming? The angel Jibreel himself, the angel Jibreel who no longer visits this earth except on Laylatul Qadr. The angel Jibreel who spoke to every single prophet without exception. The angel Jibreel who witnessed the creation of Adam, who drowned Fir'aun, who did what he did to the qawm il-Lut. That angel is coming down to this earth. The mightiest of angels. The one whom Allah specifies in the Quran. Whoever takes Jibreel as an enemy, he has taken me as an enemy. Allah mentions him by name. The angel Jibreel whom when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi saw him in his original form, Allah revealed in the Qur'an, ra'a min ayati kubra. He saw of the miracles, of the most amazing miracles of Allah, he saw the mere seeing of Jibreel. Allah praised the Prophet wasallam that he was granted that seeing. This is the angel that is coming down to this earth and he never comes down. Except on this night and that is why it is authentically narrated that a number of sahaba including Anas ibn Malik a number of tabi'un An-Nakha'i and Abu Ayyub and others many of them they would wear their finest garments uh, Anas ibn Malik had a special clothes that he would only wear on the odd nights uh, An-Nakha'i would take a ghusl every single time between Maghrib and Isha before he stood for a tahajjud Another great scholar of Kufa he had a thousand dinars uh, cloth the most expensive and he would keep it in a a special box, only wore it on the nights of Laylatul Qadr. When someone asked one of these great uh, scholars, why are you dressing up like this? Why are you putting your best perfume on? He said, Subhanallah, Jibreel is coming down. Shouldn't I be prepared to meet and greet him? This dignitary, this VIP is coming. Shouldn't I be in my finest when Jibreel comes down? So on this night of Laylatul Qadr, we actually are anticipating this is the night that Jibreel is coming. This is the night that all of the angels are around and the angels they love to see Dignified clothing. The angels love perfume. Allah Azza tells us خُذوا زينتكم عند كل مسجد. Wear your best garments when you come to the masajid. So when we stand in salat al tahajjud, we should also dress up for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So Allah Azza then says hi. Even though technically, if you say he as salam, it would make more sense. But Salamun hi, That uh, again, this is a bit advanced. But why is the Mubtada that placed before the khabar? here? Is that to emphasize that this night? is nothing but peace that peace all of it peace this whole night is salam and some of our scholars say there are no shayateen on laylatul qadr even those that are qareens and whatnot they get away because there's too many angels here so there's nothing but peace salamun hiya hatta matla'il fajr until the coming of the dawn there will be nothing but peace so until from fajr from Maghrib up until Fajr, it is as if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is telling us: it's a small time frame, only a few hours until the matla' al Fajr. That's all that you have, so we should really strive our best to do our utmost. May Allah Subhanahu wa Taala make us of those who take advantage of this blessed night. May Allah Azza wa jal bless me and you with and through the Quran, and may He make us of those who its verses they understand and who implement its halal and haram throughout our lifespan. I ask Allah's forgiveness. You as well ask Him. For so he is the ghafoor, the rahman. Alhamdulillah, al-wahid, al-ahad, al-samad, al-la-dhi, lam yalid, wa lam yuulad, wa lam yakun ahad, wa ba'adu. Our books of tafsir and also some narrations of hadith, they mention some of the signs of uh, Laylatul Qadr, uh, moderate temperature, sun rises without the rays, some say that the sun is uh, slightly brighter, some say that the night is brighter, some say that there's no wind blowing, and uh, the, the, the opinion of some of the muhaqqikin, some of those that have done research is that all of these signs, firstly the majority of them are not authentically ascribed to the Prophet wasallam, and secondly, most likely these signs, even if they are authentic, they apply some years and not others. And that is because circumstances change and not every single year will the sun rise uh, without rays or whatnot. And in fact, this is something that uh, most likely it goes back to some of the tabi'un and whatnot. But in any case, it is never reported that the sahaba and tabi'un actually monitored those nights. In other words, you don't look at the temperature and decide Laylatul Qadr. You don't uh, observe the the, uh, atmospheric pressure And then decide Laylatul Qadr No, you exert your utmost These signs They are uh, factors That perhaps we can take uh, Some uh, um, benefit from After the night is over But during the night Don't worry about The atmospheric pressure During the night Don't worry about what it is You you need to worship Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala As for all of these signs uh, Again, this is a a bit of a more uh, Complicated issue But nonetheless The point is that We need to exert ourselves The utmost In these last Odd nights of this Night of uh, Ramadan uh, and Aisha herself narrates that when the last ten nights of Ramadan came, the Prophet ﷺ would tighten his waist belt. He would tighten his belt and he would spend the entire night in worship and he would wake his whole family up. And in another hadith, Aisha anha said, the Prophet ﷺ would exert himself in the last ten nights of Ramadan more than at any other time of the year. These are the 10 nights. This is also the night Allah gives a qasam on. Fajri in عَشْرٍ That wal fajr by the 10 blessed nights. These are the 10 nights that we are here. So what should we do, dear Muslims? A number of things. Obviously, number one on this list is extra prayer, standing in extra salah. This is the number one thing that should be done. This is what our Prophet ﷺ did for as long as we can. And as I have said in other lectures, the quantity of raka'as is not important. It is the quality that is far more important. Do not do not become obsessed with the quantity of numbers. Look more to the quality. How is your khushu'ah? How long is your tilawa? What are you doing in your sajdas? Also, the du'as during this night, the du'as in salah, du'as before salah, du'as in sajda, Duas at all time of this night Also reciting the Qur'an Also doing dhikr of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Generic dhikr Also the dua of that Aisha Specifically asked the Prophet What dua should we make? Allahumma innaka afoon tuhibbul afwa Fa'afu anna This is one of the most important duas To make on this night Also to encourage our families We're all in the COVID lockdown And it is a, obviously uh, our schedules Especially our children's They're all different and messed up Nonetheless, we need to act as role models and gently encourage all of our children to try their best to exert extra during these last 10 nights. And also as I said, do not forget the logistical preparations as well, which is that you are fully rested so that you can have a good night. So that you also take a ghusl as some of the tabi'un did. Also wear your finest garments, perfume yourself because you are now in the presence of Allah in the presence of the angels of Allah in the presence of Jibreel. So psychologically even prepare yourself. and realize dear Muslims that subhanallah is just a few nights and if we exerted ourselves on every one of these nights InshaAllah, ta'ala we are guaranteed to get laylatul qadr how can we be lazy in these last nights this is really when in this regard let those who want to win the race let them exert to win the race and so dear Muslims this is the time of ibadah this is the time of worship and of course I have to also remind myself and all of you that along with our personal worships we also should try to do good unto others try to give charity to the fuqara, to the masakeen those of you that give zakah in Ramadan this is the ultimate time to give zakah on these final nights and also give to the sadaqa uh, to the poor the yatama and also to our projects here the masajid our masjid here all of the masajid uh, give to the projects whatever good intentions, whatever good causes there are, this is the time to give. And especially dear Muslims, in light of the COVID lockdown, lots of people are suffering financially. If Allah has blessed you, that you are in relative peace and security, then give extra. And also if you can give zakat of next year, even now, because now people are really in need. If you're allowed to give the zakat early, uh, from the uh, earlier years, this is something that our Prophet explicitly allowed. Now is the time on these nights. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who worship Allah and who's worship Worship is accepted on these nights. Allahumma inni da'een fa'aminu. Allahumma la tada'af fi hadi yomi zaman illa ghfarta, walla hamman illa farjita, walla da'een illa qadaita, walla maridan illa shafita, walla asiran illa yassarta. Allahumma filna, wa li ikhwanina ladin sabqouna Iman, walla Tejafi fi qulubna ghilla lil amanu. Rabbana innaka raufu al rahim. ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم عباد الله إن الله تعالى أمركم بأمر بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكة قدسه وثلث بكم أيها المؤمنون من جنه وإنسه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وأنعم على عبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله تعالى يأمر بالعدل والإحسان ويتائذ القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزد لكم ولذكروا الله تعالى أكبر وأقيم الصلاة
0: يا من أجبت دعانا نوح فانتصر وحملته في فلكك المشحون يا من احال النار حول خليله روحا وريحانا بقولك كو